The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to Dev and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Vuschuk. I'm here with special guest, John Landers. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Now, you're a little different from some of my other guests. You do music promotions, and you have an event coming up later this year. So let's. what got you into this before we get into what you're doing? Good, good, good question. Um, actually, uh, my original career was in lawn and garden hardware industry back in the day. Um, before 1999, I was selling and servicing Home Depots and big box home centers, Maine to Virginia, um, with over a different 40, over 40 different product lines um, back then. Um, in 99, I, I kind of went through a divorce from a 29-year marriage. Um, which kind of put me into a dark place and depression. Um, and the in the following three years from that, that uh, year, my mom was diagnosed with colon cancer. My dad was trying to commit suicide because of my mom's condition, and my brother was diagnosed with Parkinson's. So I was in a very dark place for a good period of time. I decided to switch gears. I um, became a self-taught graphic designer originally, but I happened to walk into a Circuit City, saw a keyboard, hit the demo keys, played the theme to the James Bond movies, which I'm a big fan. And I just, by impulse, bought the keyboard. I never took lessons, can't read music. But I took it home, I labeled the keys, and I used the built-in loops to create my own music. And that literally kept me from checking out of uh, life. I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't gotten there, but that's for sure. So I decided that music was my true passion. I was a drummer in the 60s, but I kind of lost that, yeah. that thing when, you know, moving on to different things in life. But I, I realized that music really was my passion. So I decided to pay it forward. So by 2000, took a while, but by 2013, I started a music event in New York City called the Big Apple Indie Music Series, a.k.a. T-Bames, which is how I got the T-Bames uh, logo. Um, and this was a monthly music showcase we started at the Gibson Guitar Studios in Midtown Manhattan and ended up at Toshi's Living Room on 26th of Broadway. And in the three years I ran that prior to moving to Florida, we had over 133 um, independent artists of most genres perform live for us. And that was also in front of music, entertainment, TV, and film industry executives and a &Rs that we invited to the event. So it was quite a unique event. Um, I really enjoyed it, but um, Checking back, a little backtracking, I remarried in, in uh, 06, and my second wife had a daughter and uh, who was married to a, a guy that his, his mom moved to Florida. So they moved to Florida. They had a grand, uh, they had a daughter, so first granddaughter, and I knew that was going to come, so we had to move to Florida. Since I wasn't looking for a third wife yet, I figured I better make her happy, and uh, <laughs> we decided to move to Florida. Um, so in 20. 15, we moved to Florida, and that's when we stopped the 
showcase in New York and I had to start to restart myself and reinvent that idea down here in, in Tampa Bay area. The, the market down here is obviously not the same as New York and it took me a while to learn the venues, learn who was here in the market, in the industry. Um, and um, some of the things that I'm critical about in terms of venue is, um, is the sound systems. If you, you can't hear the vocals on a band, then you're doing a disservice to the band and to the customer. Um, so I started to research the venues and um, I noticed here that a lot of the venues don't have what they call built-in back lines or sound systems. They outsource those and you're at the mercy of whoever comes with those. Whereas in New York, they're usually built in and they usually have pretty reliable sound engineers there. So they didn't have that issue. But here, um, I just wasn't ready to do it <clears throat> until uh, this year I found, first of all, I got in touch with, I got connected with a, a rock band out of uh, Sarasota. <clears throat> they, they approached me for some advice because um, I'm also a consultant. And um, they, they were, it's an eight-piece eight band. They, they invited me to a rehearsal one day in their converted warehouse. And I, because I'm always skeptical when I get invited, you know, get people to contact me and then they they decided you know give, let, let, let's see it watch our our rehearsal and you tell us what you think and I sat there for 90 minutes like I was at a concert with a headliner so I was very impressed with that and being an eight-piece band known as break fail that's b-r-a-k-e I decided to work with them and I've been working with them since the first of the year here and I actually got them booked at the the pre this the recent uh, Florida Strawberry Festival for the first time. And they liked him so much, they invited him back for next year already. <clears throat> and I connected finally with a venue in St. Petersburg um, called Ferg's Sports Bar and Grill, which is right next to the Tropicana Field where the Tampa Bay Rays play their baseball. And uh, fortunately, the owner is closer to my age, which I'm, I'm a young, I call it the new 50s, but I'm 74. And I, uh, he was in the 60s and he said, yeah, you know, we'd like to see some new original artists as well. Because most venues down here, they just want cover bands or tribute bands. And right. to me, I get bored with that too, pretty quickly. And I'm always looking for the new artists. So fortunately, we kind of connected. Um, he's allowed me to do the first showcase on September 9th. And going forward, we're going to be probably on the third Wednesday of the month we'll be doing a showcase because I think monthly is better than weekly for new stuff because people get tired of it too much, too fast that way. So that's where I am today. <laughs> that's been a long journey, but a fulfilling one at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what kind of bands are you looking for, for your showcases? Well, here's how I choose bands. I mean, I, I look at most uh, genres. I'm, being my age, I'm not really crazy about some of them. Metal, heavy metal, I have a definition. They're like a woman in labor with a band, which I, you know, that's to me heavy metal, and I'm not big on that, with the exception of maybe a Metallica. But um, what I look for, if anyone auditions, they, I, I have to see video footage of live performances because I, I go by stage presence, how well they engage the audience, the ability to sing on key without apps like Autotune, and mm -hmm. originality of material. Um, based on all that, and I need to see video footage of live performances, or they have to um, audition live on Zoom to be considered. Because I've made, you know, when I first started the showcase in New York, 
I would go by just the studio recording and I heard it. Oh, that sounds good. And they'd come on there live and it sounds terrible. So I would say, nope, can't do that again. <clears throat> so I decided to be more cautious of how I screened the artists as they came in. Exactly. There's so many people that use studio equipment to make yourself sound better. Yeah. Then, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We all want to be superstars and we will all want to have the beautiful voice on the radio. We get it. But at the same time, you have to have that same voice when you're on stage. Yes. Yeah. And I learned that. I mean, I learned a few different things the past way. Um, typically in a, an event, we would bring in six artists for the evening. They'd each do four songs or 20 minute sets each. Mm -hmm. And I'd always try to mix the genres. But what I learned early on is if you had an acoustic artist, they should go first because you wanted to start with like soft music and build up the upbeat and stuff at the end. Because what, if you do it in the middle, people start to tend to leave right in the middle of the event and they think it's not that exciting anymore. So you got to keep that momentum going from easy listening to the upbeat and the more, more you know, yeah, extra high good stuff. It Thank is you. a science. There, believe it or not, music is a science. Oh yeah, and loving music is even more more so. Yeah, but it's been a fun journey. I mean, we we've you know when we did it in New York, we, we had anywhere from one to three hundred people from Wednesday night eight to eleven. Uh, we'd have celebrities show up. It was a very well attended event, and we had a good reputation. We worked with uh, a site like Reverb Nation. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a Dropbox on their site because I got to be friends with one of the founders there. And uh, we had averaged 2,400 to 4,800 submissions a month from that alone from across the globe, which gave us credibility of what we were doing. And that was a good thing because, but even saying that, you know, two to three percent were actually were ones that would qualify for what I was looking for. There was a lot of, you know, stuff in there that's not that great. Um, but it's, it's been a it's been a journey. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I've learned I've learned a lot over the years. We, I've, you know, I'm working with artist development agencies now that if the artist isn't at that level. We can refer them. And, you know, if they're, they're coachable and willing to invest in their careers, we can get them in, in that direction. Um, I've, I've connected with uh, festivals around the country. So with the artists I've had in New York, I mean, they're part of my family and they are family. So going forward, it's not a one night stand. If I, whenever I have an opportunity that comes my way and I think it's good for them, I, I provide that to all the artists who perform for me and they have a shot at that. So it's ongoing offering them opportunities to perform. And I've also worked, learned to collaborate with people like gigsalad.com, gigmore.com, gigmit.com, bandsintown.com, uh, bandmix.com if they're looking for other musicians to build a band. There's a lot of different, you know, places that artists can either find gigs or communicate and get together and build a good, a good creative process. Exactly. But you have to be willing to invest in your career. You can't just say, I'm going to do the free route and not do anything else. You can't be one of these artists to go, oh, I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm not going to sell tickets to be part of a show. You have to invest in your career to move ahead. Yes. And I try to tell these artists, they do, do need to learn the business side of this industry because you can't rely on labels at this time, not with the net, internet and the way things are going today. I mean, you look at mm. Tom McDonald. He has no label at all. And there's like 2.3 million 
fans that follow him endlessly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some really good talent out there that I've seen over the years now. And and I mean I, I, I get stuff unsolicited all the time from, from our website. And some things are good and some things are just not that great. And you know, as long as they're willing to accept constructive criticism, I can help them. I tell them I'm like the Simon Cowell of independent artists, but I try to give you good constructive criticism in a nice way. <clears throat> yeah, you're going to get criticized. You're going to have critiques and it's all to build you up. Yep. And we're looking to try to get this new one going with, uh, we're going to try to live stream it on YouTube. I'm working on that idea with also a new platform, live.space mm -hmm. that's starting up. Um, so we're going to, you know, develop this because my my vision and goal is to once we reestablish ourselves in St. Pete is to expand that to other venues around Florida and to other states and cities. So um, my my vision is is global, but, you know, we've got to take it step by step and walk, not run. To build exactly. You can't open 20 venues at one time. No, no. we got to build a reputation first. People can realize what it, what uniqueness we have, what we bring to this event and then we'll expand outwards in a, in a slow manner. So in the meantime, where can the bands, the artists and the independent musicians find you to connect with your once a month Wednesday events? Well, we have our website is uh, tbames.com. That's T is in Tom, B is in boy, A I, M is in Mary, S is in Sam.com, which is again, the abbreviated version of the big Apple Indian music series. Um, which I'm going to kind of convert to the best artist in the music series, because that's really what it's going to be. <clears throat> and um, But the events themselves are going to be called Connecting Through Music, because I think that's more generic and a, and a better name for what we're trying to do. Um, because I also try to uh, in, in, in get these artists to um, network with each other, because there's always some creativity you can get with other artists in different genres if you want to. If you have an open mind, you, you network, you can get actually create other new new material. Exactly. It's not a, just about your band or your what you're doing. If you're networking with 100 new bands, now you have material for the next 50 years. Yes. Yep. So we encourage that. Um, and we will try to get a, enough industry people to our events, um, either in person or online. So it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, you go this like you did in New York, you're going to have everyone wanting to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be something like that. And in fact, um, my plan is to invite the, the artists who have performed in New York to come actually down here eventually and, and also, you know, perform down here and expand their market. Um, and once we get the corporate sponsors in place, it's not, it, it will never be a pay to play like some places. Mm -hmm. uh, if anything, we would like to compensate the artists for their time to come in and be performing. Um, so it, it's going to be a work in progress. Um, they, they're willing, to, they're, they're, they're welcome to sell their CDs or whatever at the, at the events, any other, um, you know, marketing paraphernalia they have for their, their, their bands that they can do. But we, we are going to get to a point where they will be compensated. We just can't do it right off the bat. Well, you're just starting it out. I mean, your first event is until later in September. So, I mean, it's going to take time to get to being able to pay the artists to be there. Absolutely. Right yep. now, it's all about networking 
and an getting exposure. both the all the artists out there and also this event. Yes, just getting getting this new artist exposure for new new fan base. That's all we're doing, trying to do here. And that's a noble cause. I mean, just that in itself to get the new artists out there. That's a big right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and we 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 have some good people from the industry that are aware of it. I mean, I've connected with a lot of industry people. Um, there's a uh, couple of people that I'm just talking to right now. There's another um, artist that's in this market that we're going to be talking. He has his own uh, whiskey company and a solar panel company, and he's going to get involved. I believe I'm not going to mention names yet until we have it in writing, but um, yeah. it's going to it's going to happen. It just takes time and. and I, you know, I, I actually tried to start an event here my first year when I moved here, but um, as like any, any industry, there are a lot of sharks out there, and if you get involved with the wrong people, you can get into trouble. Yes. And unfortunately, I did find someone had come to me out of NBC New York, that, or he claimed he was, offering these things for us, and then uh, I had an event planned in 2016, but a week before, because I couldn't confirm everything, I just had to cancel it and say, nope, not doing it. Um, you know, you got to be careful who you collaborate with. You got to do your due diligence of who's going to be on part of that team and, and make sure it's done, done the right time the first time. Otherwise, you'll fail right off the bat. Exactly. And sometimes the failure that first time is a learning experience. So you don't just fail, you learn from it. So you don't do it again. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and I've had those situations. I, I just can't repeat it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's a learning experience. We don't have failures. We just learn. Absolutely. And it's been a fun, fun you know, experience altogether. I mean, the journey has been great. I've been meeting some awesome people in the process. And you will continue to do so with these events now taking place from September forward. Yes. Yeah. So one more time before I let you go, where can the artists sign up for your events it's again tbabes.com t is in tom b is in boy a i m is in mary s is in sam.com we have a submissions uh, page right on the uh, events page there. there's a submissions form you can set up and fill out um and we'll, we'll be happy to take a listen and again by submitting doesn't guarantee you a spot if you you have to meet the criteria that we mentioned on the page there as I said, stage presence, all those things have to be in line to be considered. <clears throat> but awesome. we can also refer you to artist development agencies if you're not at that level, if you're open to it. So we can give you that. And we so can you can ha have either try out for the event or get help for growing your career. Yeah. Either one. Yep. Either one. We, 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 can get you, we can get you the help you need. That is awesome. But thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And for all of our viewers and listeners, happy listening. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.